So I just want to bring gravity for a moment. I just want us to talk first before we even read scripture. Or the most prominent figure only next to the Messiah, my Lord. This is serious. So it's not a joke. When you hear this, you say, I want to prepare for the coming of the Messiah, not to be found here. Number two, he is a very mysterious character. Totally mysterious. Hallelujah. Totally mysterious character. I know that the Lord has shown him to me. And I can see his skin complexion, so I can see exactly where he's coming from. But, and I think that that time there were two. So I don't know why he put two, but the heart and so forth. Uh, the military heart. Remember I described it, right? Thank you so much. Thank you. So, But I'm saying, this is not going to be a joke. He is coming and is a master of intrigue. And when he comes, he's going to be somebody that is very quick, very swift in convincing you. I think I just want to talk to you for a moment. He's going to come at a time when there's going to be a global crisis. And there'll be need for somebody to fix it. And when he comes, he will have solution. And in so doing, everybody will believe him. So he comes as a man of peace. He must come at a time when there is war. There is violence between Israel and the Arabs. Such that he now brings a solution and he brokers peace between Israel and its Arab neighbors. Now, if you watch your news and what's going on in the news now, you can tell just a moment, there is now animosity and war between Israel and the neighbors. And I say the Lord is doing this because that's my word. I'm the one who gave this prophecy. July 20th, July 26th, by the way, the year 2020. I gave this prophecy. When I said thousands of missiles are going to rain, and there's another part of that prophecy, by the way, where now aircrafts will come. It looks like Iran might get involved in that part. This prophecy I've been giving since 2005 from Bea, Tanzania. But look at this now. Now you see that all of a sudden on your news, escalation of animosity and need, a war, a war between Israel and the neighbors, the crisis. So the Lord is flashing that to you and saying that just a moment, be careful the prophetic timeline. That the Antichrist appears when there is need for peace between Israel and the neighbors. The Antichrist when he takes pen and puts to paper to broker that peace, to sign that muktaba, peace, that is when the tribulation boom begins. Do you remember when the king far away out there in captivity, a gentle king, pagan king out there, when he gave the decree to build Jerusalem, then the timeline of God began, right? Be careful when you reject God. 
your events are going to be determined by other people. Hallelujah. Anyhow, let's go step by step. The Antichrist. So, what does Antichrist mean? Meaning, he's going to come up against Christ, right? Number two, it also means he's going to come and try to replace Christ, right? Number three, it also means he's going to come and counterfeit Christ. Those are things that should be ringing on your head right away. So right away when you hear the Antichrist is coming, then you know someone who's going to come and fight, come against Christ rather. Come and he's coming, uh, he's coming to replace, to, to try to replace Christ. He's coming to try to counterfeit Christ. Are we together? So that's very important that you get to know these things. Again, I'm saying, when you read the scripture of the snatching away of the church, this is what should scream at you. Why the snatching? Why the escape? The Antichrist is coming. Hallelujah. The message of the rapture, all of a sudden, has become quite deep and very serious and consequential now. Yes, I've been longing for this moment with you people. So I can just open up a little bit so that we are not in prima facie, just superficial value. So we can get deep. Why? Why the snatching? Because of this. Hallelujah. So let's begin right away with the book of Revelation. Okay, now somebody will have to read for me because of time. I think. But he's reading King James. Uh, so I can, let me just read. Let me read because people abroad say they want to hear my voice. So, it's very, very powerful. Revelation chapter 13. Turn will be there. Revelation 13. Hallelujah. Christo viene. Con mucha poder, right? Con mucha gloria también. Yes. Con su reino también. Hallelujah. With his kingdom also. He's coming with his power and his kingdom and with judgment also. Con su juicio. So now... The book of Revelation chapter 13, I'm reading from verse 1. So you just pick the picture, right? Remember the vision the Lord showed me recently, I mean recently being January really. This year is not yet over. About the Antichrist. When all of a sudden in that vision, I saw a huge beast. And that beast, right in front of me like this. Then that beast, all of a sudden, incurs an injury. I can see it was quite a dreadful injury on the head, one of the heads. So I can see the open flesh and blood. The open flesh and blood. But now I have more details about that wound because the wound spreads a little bit to the neck. And then as I continued in that vision looking at that beast, because remember during that time the Lord gave me two strong visions, three or two visions. That one, the Antichrist, and then the one of the New Jerusalem, right? Which we're going to share together. But now, this one of the Antichrist, the beast, I'm looking at him, he has incurred an injury. As I looked at him, he incurred a very severe injury, a mortal wound, a fatal wound on one of the heads. But that wound, actually, now I have details, extends up to the neck a bit. Then as I kept looking at him, the wound disappeared. So the skin was fully covered like there was no wound. And then, from that point on, I saw him now attack the saints of the Lord. And he's attacking them from behind. He's attacking from behind and biting slightly above the waist. And when he bites them, pa, 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 
hear the late pastor. This is serious. He said a beast. And when you look at the description here, coming out of the sea, again, that vision is here. That vision, I was standing by the seashore. As I'm standing by the seashore and the sand of the seashore of that vision, and then the dragon appeared on my right side here. This is the sea in front of us here. And the dragon called the beast from the sea. And the beast came, but he came from this side. He walked through this side on the sand. And there's an altar with three steps. And he climbed, very holy, very glorious white altar. He climbed up and went there. So, he is coming. <laughs> so when you read that God wants to snatch away, that the things are ripe on the news. Israel is boiling at my prophecy. He's showing you that soon the Lord is going to focus his attention on Israel. When you see these things and you read the scripture of rapture on why the Lord, how the Lord wants to snatch, you can tell that who is coming. <laughs> the Antichrist is coming. That's why he's snatching away the church. Are we together still? Oh yes. When you read the scripture of the rapture, this is what should slam you, should scream at you, that there is a dreadful time coming. Why the Lord says, whether the church is the one delivering people from the fire and bringing them out and delivering them, evangelizing the great commission, Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20, go ye into the world and make them disciples, baptizing them. But finally, you see the Lord say, no, no, out, out, out. We're throwing his own people. Say, let's go, let's go. Time is over. So when you see that happening, that should tell you that the Antichrist is coming. And you don't want to be found there. I'm glad this conference is free of charge. Nobody charged you registration fee. That, that is the joy of the Lord. Because first of all, we did not direct you to, direct you to tickets.com. <laughs> that $2,000, $1,000 tickets.com you have registered for seats you have two seats seats. Uh, how many seats are left? five? yes, can you get five more seats because I think there are five left over there Whatever. we didn't do that here and we are global it's live globally hallelujah and so everybody has a chance to enter the kingdom of God there's no excuse there's no excuse but he's saying that one is coming who is against Christ and is coming as a counterfeit of Christ and is coming as a replacement. Oh! That is serious. Even for him to be able to convince people so he can rule the whole world. So he must be very good in his speech giving, huh? And very, well, let's see some of the things, very cunning, okay? Hallelujah. And so that wound, when I saw that wound, and the wound is healed. Do you remember that that wound is fatal? So in other words, he is going to pretend, I don't know, I don't want to go into that, right? To claim probably that he has died and resurrect like Jesus. 
And remember, from that point on, the whole world says, oh, who is like the Antichrist? Who can do battle to him? You know, so, so now the world gets to believe him. Huh? Hallelujah. So when you read the scripture <laughs> that is saying, please prepare, the rapture is coming. First Thessalonians chapter 4, 13, 18. The first thing that should hit you, should scream at you, is that the Antichrist is coming. The tribulation is coming. Are we together? Very powerful. Hallelujah. So let us read that. This description here is amazing. It had ten horns and seven heads, with ten crowns on its horns, and on each head a blasphemous name. The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had the feet of the, like those of a bear, and the mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his power, his power, his throne, and his authority. So he is coming satanically. He is coming satanically. He is somebody that is going to be possessed by Satan and come to execute the agenda of Satan. You still want to be there? Thank you for those who say no. It says, First John chapter two verse eighteen. He says, "Dear children, this is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, he is coming. The Antichrist is coming." What shall you do now? Yeah, thank you so much, my son, Senior Deputy Bishop Kobe. He said, just prepare with my church in uh, Kiroka and my jurisdiction uh, to prepare and get out of here. I'll go and prepare them, just get out of here. Hallelujah. He's saying that he is coming. Dear children, this is the last hour, and as you have heard, that the Antichrist is coming. Even now, many Antichrists have come, but that, that one is different. Because if you check, he's it, talking about the spirit. So I'm going to come to that. Then, he also says, he also says, that the spirit of Antichrist is already here. Oh, so truly he's coming. The Antichrist is coming. When you read the scripture of the rapture and the snatch away, the first thing that hits you is that the Antichrist is coming. We have to get out of here. Hallelujah. For me, I have been there. The Lord has put me in the dispensation after the rapture. I have seen how terrible it is. It's very rough. It's very bad there. You don't want to be there. You don't need to know that. Just prepare for exit, right? First John chapter 4, 1 and 3 says, First John chapter 4, verses 1 to 3. Once you're there, we read together. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test.
test spirits to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone into the world. This is how you recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of Antichrist which you have heard is coming and now even already in the world. This world to begin with is now ripe for the Antichrist. Because right, right now they have even rejected Christ. Majority have rejected. Every country is removing God and Jesus from their constitutions. And every country unfortunately which is very painful, are legislating, they are legalizing abortion, homosexuality. Everything against the Lord is what they are legalizing now. In fact, in most countries now, they say you cannot even pray in the office. Oh, listen to this. So you see sometimes in the U.S. and many other countries that one parent has taken the school to court. Why? Because another child prayed there and my child had the prayer. Interfered. We, we don't believe. So interfered with the... Aye. This world is Christ-hating right now. You know from your working places, right? You know the kind of uh, situation you have there. Where the worst enemy might be Christians from another church. My Lord. The worst may not be a Muslim in that workplace, but a Christian from another church. Because you're dressed holy, they look at you, they say, huh? yeah, they, they, hold it. They, they prefer to deal with other people than a holy Christian. Because you're testifying against them. Hallelujah. It's very severe. Then very harsh already. You should ask me, what we are cleaning up in the countries out there. We are cleaning out homosexuality. I give the case of Brazil, where three out of every five young men are homosexual. And that is severe. That is very serious. And that's why we say we want to camp there a bit, so we can bring this there to neutralize the wickedness there. So we can continue doing healing services and conferences every week and healing services maybe every week or every two weeks, town to town, city to city. Let me tell you, it will neutralize wickedness. Because one thing I can tell you is that even them, they do not want to rush into the lake of fire. So if they get to see a creeper walking, a blind seeing, then even them, they will change their hearts and receive Christ. So they need to be given the same opportunity, right? But homosexuality is not just Brazil, it's everywhere. It's in Kenya here. All the schools, the schools, I'm told, is unbelievable. I'm told majority of all girls' schools, rampant lesbianism going on there. Every night, right? And now I was told the boys' schools also, right? Homosexuality. So, there you go. It's all over the world. And the whole world is celebrating gay pride. They are not celebrating that, oh, on this day the Lord Jesus did this. Oh, he changed water into what? They, they are not, oh, the whole earth, they are not doing that. But they are celebrating gay pride. In Germany, a four-year-old child is gay. And the parents say, no, 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 no. 
let us give him what he wants. He wants to become a girl. So that's why we are helping him. We just want the best for him. Hey! Four years. That would be, that sounds like child abuse, right? Because what does a four year, how? How can they make that decision? In the U.S. is a big problem. Because now all the trophies, all the trophies in the girls' schools <sighs> athletics. The parents in the U.S. went to court. The parents of the true girls, the genuine girls. They want now born girls. They went to court. They said, how come <laughs> our daughters never win any more trophy? So it is the muscles of the legs. The transgender ones run fast and take all trophies until parents went to court. <laughs> so it is a man. And then hospitals all over the U.S. now they have removed. There is no more, no, not hospitals, toilets. There is no more saying ladies and men. All toilets are now unisex because it was discriminating against them. My Lord. Do you understand that the spirit is already here, ready? It is terrible where the world is headed to. So let's just move on. We don't have time. So he says the spirit enters. When the spirit of Antichrist... This, do you know that this is the first century church? Do you know that this is the first century church saying the spirit of Antichrist is already there? But in this age, when now you examine this age, it has entered education, the culture, the family, and everything. Marriage and everything. So, when you read the scripture on the rapture of the church, the first thing that should strike you is that the Antichrist is coming. And it prepared to get out of here. Hallelujah. And it says, the book of Matthew 24 verses 24 to 25 we need to read more fast I think than this because of time right okay Matthew chapter 24 blessed people with joy I say these words oh yes if you ask me I just want to do this forever right that the church may enter globally now Matthew chapter 24 I'm reading verses 24 to 25 two verses alone and he says, For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform, perform great signs and wonders to deceive many, if possible, even the elect. See, I have told you ahead of time. This is serious. The Lord Jesus warned. But if you read verse 1, he says, uh, from verse 3, when, when they asked him for the signs, he said, Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah, and deceive many. So in other words, the Antichrist comes to attempt to replace Jesus, to counterfeit him. He comes to try to take the name of Jesus and counterfeit him. Let's look at his names, characterize him. Revelation 13 we saw. 
Revelation chapter 13 again. Somebody just read for me, I think. That's the best way to handle this thing. Revelation chapter 13, 1 and 8. It's better if somebody reads so we flow. We move faster. But just write the scriptures for yourself. I know this is King James. Just read it. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise out of the sea. So in this scripture he is called the beast. The beast. Daniel 7 verse 8. So now you know that when you read the scripture on the rapture of the church, these are the things that scream at you. That's why I say it sometimes, again, everybody's focused on me. I said there is a prophetic timeline we are following. You can narrow in and say, I'm handling the rapture. I'm preparing the church. Be holy. Be righteous. It's about to happen. These are the signs, whatever. But if you pull yourself a little bit out and you look at the whole timeline to the kingdom, then you see a bigger picture. Like now, you are seeing that out of the coming of the Messiah at rapture, there is so much that screams at you now. It tells you that the church age is about to end and then the Antichrist is knocking at the door, right? Yes, so re- read Daniel chapter 7 verse 8. We've seen Revelation 13 is called the beast. Daniel 7 verse 8. I considered the horns and behold, there came up among them another little horn. He, has, he is called the little horn. And remember when the Lord took me into heaven in that vision? The Lord takes me to heaven especially for the new people who are here. The Lord takes me. He begins small. But soon you'll hear him spewing insults onto he that is in heaven plus those that live there. Be very careful. Here is called the small horn. Daniel 8.23 And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. A fierce looking king. The other version. I mean, the the other name. A fierce looking king. And then remember, I have covered this also in the book of Zechariah chapter 11. Verses 15 to 17. When it's called the foolish shepherd. In the Bible, foolish is wicked. Meaning the wicked shepherd. Zechariah chapter 11 verses 15 to 17. And then, 1 John chapter 2, verse 18. It's called the Antichrist. Little children, it is the last time, and as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists. Here he is called the Antichrist. And then verse 22 of the same. Who is a liar, but he that leadeth denieth that Jesus is the Christ. So you see that. He is a liar. And then first John chapter four verse three. Spirit that confess that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God, and this is that spirit of Antichrist. It's called the Antichrist here. Second John one and seven. For many deceivers are entered into the world. He is called a deceiver. He will come and deceive people. To act like Christ himself. In other words, to act against Christ, to counterfeit Christ, or try to replace Christ. Unfortunately, now look at this. If you look at this generation, 
and you see people that refuse repentance, every time they're told repent, 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 they refuse. You can almost tell that these are going to be beast worshippers. Very serious. You can tell from now, unless they repent. If you find a church that you're telling repent, like the modern churches in Nairobi, they don't want to repent. They want a sweet gospel. They preach to entertain the people sitting there. So, if you find that type of church, then you know that this church is, that type of church is going to slide into the tribulation and they are going to be beast worshippers. Because if they are rejecting Jesus now by saying they don't want holiness, they want a modern Christianity, they want to dress in a certain way because I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer. If they are now rejecting Christ at this time, they don't want his holiness. They cannot persevere. My friends in the WhatsApp group will remove me. And my friends, you know, I have to meet clients in the bar because, you know, they, I'm a lawyer or whatever. So if they, they are really giving these excuses here to, to reject Jesus, how much more when it will be severe there? This is no persecution compared to that. If they cannot stand this, will they stand the other? Not at all. That's why be very careful. If you find a church, a generation that doesn't like repentance, then you can tell this is a generation of beast worshippers. And then let's move on. You are reading First John chapter four three. Have you read it? Or you are reading Second John one seven? Second John one seven. You've read it. Okay. And then we read also Second Thessalonians chapter two verse three. Second Thessalonians chapter two verse three. I'm just giving a quick rundown so that, and I'm saying this in context, in the context of the rapture. And so you rather move faster. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except that there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed. Is called the man of sin? Continue. The son of perdition. Son of perdition. Continue. Who opposeth and exalted himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God. And he's also called the lawless one in that scripture. So Daniel chapter 9, 27. So you are beginning to understand the things that should be ringing in your mind as you read about the rapture of the church, the coming of the Messiah. So for you, you are totally different from the rest of the world. Your understanding is deeper. When you read the scripture on the rapture, the expanse. Look at this now. When you read the scripture on the rapture, when you read the scripture on the rapture, okay, thank you very much. When you are reading the scripture on the rapture, these are the things that should be ringing around that scripture, meaning the consequence of not preparing well. The consequence of not obeying the voice that is announcing that the Messiah is coming. Because now, he puts in context within the timeline. Now you are not just reading about the rapture of the church, the snatching of the church, but you are also reading and telling the sheep that look, there is consequence. The Antichrist is also at the door. And is coming to replace Christ, to antagonize Christ, to, 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 to counterfeit Christ, and to fight the people that belong to Jesus. So it's not just announcing the rapture as a tale story, tale, tale story, an enjoyable story. Not at all now. It's now there is consequence. 
If you don't prepare, we must prepare well because look what is ahead. And that's what I tried to bring yesterday when I said that the very church that is going to snatch people from the fire is now being told, please, we're being withdrawn. Please, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go, time is over. Why? Because the Antichrist is about to arrive. At our he will hurt you. So now you know consequence, right? Very serious. Were you reading a scripture, Daniel 9.27? And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, and that determined shall be poured. Thank you. So you can see very clearly, number one, he's saying in that scripture that all the events you see on your news right now about Israel will end up with Israel building their own temple, finally. And when they build their own temple, finally, they will start offering the Old Testament sacrifice. And when they do that inside there, then he will come in there eventually midway. Even Jesus pointed there. He said that, uh, remember, when you see the abomination that causes desolation, even Jesus used that as a marker, warning the church. Are we running through this? And so, he will be very arrogant and blasphemer. Daniel 11.36 And the king shall do according to his will, and he shall exalt himself, and magnify himself above every god, and shall speak marvelous things against the god of God, and shall prosper till the indignation shall be accomplished. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, 7 and 8. So he will be that kind of person who is a blasphemer, he's arrogant, you know, he's lawless. So you cannot tell him, no, you're, you're, you just don't beat me like that, you're, you're abusing my human rights. No, he is not obeying law. He does not know what human rights are. Hallelujah. I'm glad these things are being said to you earlier. Before it does happen. <laughs> so you can now make an informed decision. Oh, you see outrightly that you must enter the rapture. Let's move on. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. So, when does he arise? I say that he comes in at, at a time when there is a crisis. He comes like a fixer. Someone, someone coming to fix the sin, the situation, right? Now we together, everybody. Yes, he comes in to try to fix the mess. And so, Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 6 and 9. And now ye know what would hold it, that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Very powerful. So he comes at a time of lawlessness, and you can tell today the lawlessness has increased, but it's going to get worse. He comes during lawlessness, during political instability also, especially in the Middle East, as you can see, happening already. He also comes at a time when there is apostasy and moral decay. So you can imagine when you remove the church from that kind of sin, then everything blows up now. 
more more radical portions everywhere now already is terrible you go to the universities there are particular dustbins where toilets the big fetuses every morning so already is terrible you go to universities and in the universities you find the male toilets have written numbers that if you're looking for a male prostitute this is my number call they write openly even plus name i'm told these days plus name right plus name i'm told these days they, they don't hide they put name also and they wear skirts you they wear a skirt and they are married by another man your child is in college you think he's studying he's in another man's room he's married that's yeah that's now his husband you can imagine that level of wickedness and that's why i really appreciate the university students that come here that that work with christ because it's terrible out there it's very terrible it's very very terrible it's horrific right yes so get married and wearing skirt and wearing skirt Courageous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors. Thank you. So, so you see now that that's how terrible it will be in the house, and it's it's already terrible. So it's ready. He's ready to come, right? And so also First Thessalonians. Uh, chapter 5, 1 and 3. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. So there will be a lot of destruction at that time, so he will come in as in trying to fix the situation. Revelation 9, 20, 21. And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver. And so the repentance will not be acceptable at that time. So it really comes in at a time when the world is in a crisis. And today our world is in crisis. You remove the church, it will come right in. Because the world is in total crisis right now, from the youth crisis to what you hear in the universities with the youth, to what you hear in the workplaces, the economies, the security of the world, the environment, and everything. It's all over, right? So it's very terrible. And then he will be a horrific man that will use military to execute his agenda, do his bidding. Okay, so he will enforce it. He will now enforce it. Do you still want to enter there? So Daniel chapter 11, 38, 39. He will try to use the military to enforce his rules. But in, his, but in his estate shall he honor the God of forces and the God whom his fathers knew not. <laughs> the God of forces. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Yes, yes, the armies. You understand? Yes, so he is a military man. So he will use military. Daniel chapter 11, 40, 44. 